Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome. Today is Monday, May 16th. This is the CHGO Sky Podcast. Coming to you live from the West Loop studio. Uh, here with me, as always, is my co-host, Sabria Whitaker. You probably want to know who I am, too. I'm Janice Scurrio. Uh, so if you, if you missed our last episode, it was a really great one. Uh, Chris Pennant of the Skyhook Pod was kind enough to join us, share his thoughts on the sky and uh, the upcoming season. So shout out to Chris. Also, shout out to his podcast partner, James. Uh, we would hope to get him on the show as well. Uh, so, yeah, just catching up with uh, the both of us. So I have covered the first two home games for the Sky. I had a really great time at both games. Uh, not so much the first game, but I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but anyway, I want to catch up with Sabria. Sabria, what have you been up to? I know that you've you had an interesting road trip. Yeah, t- yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so we went to the game on Friday, like you, and then uh, the Sparks had a game in Indiana on Sunday. So Saturday... Uh, we drove to Indiana, stayed for the game on Sunday, and then Monday morning we drove all the way to Atlanta because they also had Atlanta's home opener, and then that's where my trip ended. So I did not go to Connecticut with them, and I will not be in L.A. for their home opener tomorrow, but kind of like a first leg of the tour uh, that so many people have referred to it as lately. Yeah, so the Dream are, they're an interesting team right now. And Ryan Howard uh, was just named uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week as well. How did she look? She looked amazing, honestly. Um, I mean, obviously, because I was there rooting for LA, (laughs) I wasn't rooting for her at the moment. And it was actually very annoying um, when she gets too much space. She is definitely a threat on the perimeter. So many threes at the worst times for the Sparks. But loving just what she's been able to do a 33 point performance the most of any of the WNBA players so far this season so just super happy for her I love 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 the turnaround in Atlanta I think I talked about it earlier like I love where Atlanta is going so she's proven right so yeah, far. absolutely. And I know uh, this has been whispers on Twitter that uh, she might be the first player since Candace Parker to win yes. Rookie of the Year and MVP. Yes. It, I mean, honestly, it's looking like it. And I mean, that's not surprising since everybody thought that Atlanta was like entering a rebuilding type period, but you can't really tell. So I don't know. I mean, I think she might really be a contender in the MVP race this year. Yeah, goodness. Yeah. Shooting almost 44% from the three-point range. That is going to uh, get your points per game up, and that is also going to win some ball games too. Yeah. And she's a two-way player. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not even just that she's just using all her energy for points like a Diana Taurasi, um, but she's also getting back, blocking shots, and then converting those on the other end. So super impressive. Yeah, she's going to be a fun one to watch uh, these upcoming games. So uh, I had a lot of fun covering uh, the uh, the first two home games uh, for the Sky. Uh, so the first game, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, not so much enjoyable, although... For you. <laughs> and the rest of the Sky Town. 
but I'm, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, Brittany definitely gave us some trouble. Um, and I know during the post-game party, I almost wanted to jokingly just be like, Brittany, why did you hurt us so much? Uh, but I didn't. I, I, I did not make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been kind of... So when I was there, um, obviously, whenever Brittany does something, like, it's my job to motivate her because I just want her to feel like she's not playing in a home game. And I remember, like, the first thing she did, I don't even know what it was. I don't know if it was a bucket or a steal or a block. But I just remember yelling so loud. And obviously, because there weren't that many Sparks fans, because obviously Candace is there. So Mm -hmm. that is an easy conversion. Like, you don't have to be a Sparks fan. Like, you can just be the Sky fan that you are. And I just remember yelling and feeling like I was truly the only person in the arena that cheered for her and that everybody could hear me. So I Mm -hmm. tweeted, like, I just cheered so loud for Slim that I felt like I was the only person that could be heard. And then people were saying, no, we heard you on the broadcast. (laughs) And so now I did go back and look last night. We were um, looking at all the games on League Pass, and you really can hear me, like, three times from when she makes a bucket, when she makes a block. You could just hear me yell, just me. So... Yeah, I think that kind of tells you my energy when it comes to the WNBA games. <laughs> yeah, I think you did your job well. Yes. Yeah, you, you did very well. Uh, yeah, uh, Brittany, uh, Brittany Sykes definitely uh, capitalized very well on the skies. Uh, very poor passing game and just high amounts of turnovers too. Uh, but uh, let's divert a little bit back to Wednesday's game. So on Wednesday's game, uh, Candace Parker uh, was in the post-game presser and she brought a special guest to the post-game presser. And I was absolutely just floored to meet uh, Air Larry Petrikov Parker, just the most adorable adorable co-host to uh, Candace Parker's post-game presser. Uh, I also thought that his analysis on Dana Evans was really great. Uh, One of uh, the reporters asked Candace her thoughts on Dana, uh, and then uh, Larry just kind of gave this this, like, who this this and uh, Candace was like yes 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 Larry uh, everyone has some very high opinions on Dana uh, so Candace does Larry does too uh, so it was really great to hear his analysis and his thoughts on the wonderful Dana Evans um, but otherwise uh, yeah so some uh, news in Skyland uh, so Allie Quigley made her 2022 debut. Uh, Sparkle Taylor was waived in a corresponding move. And of course, uh, James Wade also expects Lee Yeri uh, to arrive in Chicago by the end of this week. Uh, so I did speak to James Wade on Wednesday night. Uh, he says that he's talked to Lee several times over the phone, uh, that uh, she has a passport, she has a visa, uh, she's gotten approval from the Chinese Basketball Association to play in the WNBA. Uh, yeah, it was just some other things that needed to go through. Uh, but otherwise, everything looks all good for Lee to come on over. So coming up, uh, also to Kalia Copper and Julie Alamond are uh, wrapping up their overseas commitments too. So we should be expecting them uh, on the court by the end of this, or I think uh, within the next couple of days yeah. uh, was the estimate. But this team looks pretty complete at this point. So uh, watching the first three games, uh, just some general uh, reactions. It, it seems as if, I know earlier uh, before the season started, we were a little worried about depth. We were a little bit worried in the preseason where it's just like, uh, maybe uh, these bench players necessarily are not being as productive mm-hmm. as we would like. Yeah. Uh, but now that we've got a pretty full cohesive team, like things are looking pretty well. Yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that? 
Um, well, my first thoughts have been like, wow, these rookies are good. And or even just those who were on their training camp or hardships. And I was like, wow, they're doing really well. I think that Skytown is going to have a hard time parting ways. I mean, obviously, like anytime a tweet goes out about somebody, Skytown is so sad. Kayla Davis being one of them. And then she's now with Seattle. So we were like, yay. But I'm sure, I mean, how that, I'm not going to say I'm sure like it's temporary, but this kind of like back and forth and tugging and temporary and, Yay, you're here, and boo, you're gone. It's a lot. Yeah, definitely a lot to go through. And uh, I also want to mention that it was actually Kayla Davis who brought Larry into the press conference. Uh, Uh, Yeah, uh, a lot of us were just like, (laughs) oh. I love watching babies. I mean, obviously, we won't get a chance because, as I don't know if you all talked about it last week, with this most likely being Candace Parker's last year in the league. So we won't get to see... Um, him grow up like we did with Layla. With, and, yeah, with Layla. Oh my gosh. And um, yeah. So now I'm getting sad thinking about it, but <laughs> hopefully she'll still be on someone's network of TV. I'm sure. Like that deal has probably already been drawn up, so I'm sure we'll see him. But I like the pressers. It's cute. Like a like uh Steph Curry and like watching their kids, and now people are seeing them in the stands, and we're like, wow, we're old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like Riley Curry, Curry looks like a like like a grown up, and yes. I'm like, what the heck? I'm I'm ancient now. Yes. I'm about to turn into dust. Oh my goodness. Uh, but otherwise, uh, the Sky now have three games under their belt. Uh, they are two and one on the season, uh, and I know it's only been three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just right off the bat, what overreactions or hot takes do you have so far? Um. Hmm, that's a hard question. Um, I know. I mean, obviously, I'm thinking that there's going to be a repeat. So, yeah, that's like the only thing I could kind of think of um, off the top of my head. What about you? I think my big overreaction is I am just overly positive, I think. I think just seeing uh, Emma Miesemann's immediate impact. Yes, uh, Yeah, she, she's been really good. Uh, I am just loving Dana Evans, too. Just her first, her like her first couple of games and uh, that career game she had uh, in, the, in the home opener, uh, I just thought just absolutely blew me away. And I did notice that uh, in the postgame presser, she mentioned, uh, someone asked her, like, oh, so what about your game have you improved? And she said, I don't worry about the offense. I just worry about the defense. Just as long as I take care of the defense, the offense will follow. And uh, yeah, she uh, definitely wants to play more like herself. I know James Wade uh, has been encouraging her just to be her on the floor and to kind of exercise her personality and, yeah. and just, just kind of be comfortable in her own skin. And that's the re- recurring theme I've noticed with Coach Wade is that he definitely wants his players to be comfortable. He wants the, the, his players to be themselves. And as a result, uh, yeah, the the results certainly just uh, transfer out on the court. Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm just a huge homer uh, when it comes to this guy lately. I am just all like just super positivity. Just ever like we're gonna run it back, sky and four. It's gonna happen again. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that's my overreaction. Uh, I know like a lot of the times like overreactions are generally negative, but yeah. m- mine are always positive, yeah. or at least when it comes to this guy. Yeah, I mean at least this season, like. There's really, and I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx anything, but things are looking good, especially because 
like you said, we're two and one, and Kaz not even back yet. And I mean, she just what there's like a tweet going around with all she's accomplished in the last eight months. So to be a champion and then going overseas and becoming another champion and getting another MVP, I think we're going to see even like Ka, what, 3.0 at this point? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think uh, we'll talk briefly about that first game. Uh, Just I think uh, this guy definitely just missed that pick and roll offense from Ka. Uh, And uh, yeah, noticeably, uh, the chemistry was a little off in that first game. The players seemed as if they were, yeah, there was definitely a lot of passing, in my opinion, that was just really not really going anywhere. Uh, just from my observation, um, I mean, there were a couple of plays on the floor where, uh, yeah, uh, uh, shots could definitely could have been capitalized on. But there was a lot of selflessness, too, where the ball was being passed around, but really nothing productive was really coming about uh, about it. So that that's kind of what I was saying. Uh, and in the postgame presser, too, uh, that was brought up. And I think it was Coach Wade that brought up, uh, yeah, um, it's they've only had a couple of practices under their belt. Uh their legs weren't fresh. They ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. Uh, and But then he took full responsibility. He's like, you know what? That's on me. Uh, I, I, I should have switched my veterans out and let them rest when I had the chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do a better job of that in the future. Uh, so uh, Candace also uh, pointed that out, too, uh, in the postgame presser on Wednesday, where she said, yeah, uh, now that we've had, have, we, we have had a couple of practices together, uh, we're, we're passing the ball around a little bit better. We can read each other on plays more. Uh, so it has definitely gotten a lot better. Uh, but anyway, uh, the huge difference between uh, the game between the, uh, against the Sparks and the last two, definitely fewer turnovers, uh, less fouls, uh, and also, too, just less uh, free, uh, baskets going through uh, free throws, which is something that Courtney Vandersloot pointed out. Um, so uh, the game has definitely been cleaned up quite a bit. Uh, but... Anyway, uh, yeah, let's talk about a couple of the really great performances we've seen. Uh, so on in Saturday's game, uh, Courtney Vandersloot had a double-double. She finished with 16 points and 11 assists. So something cool about Sloot is that she is the WNBA's number one assist leader. She's got a career average of seven assists per game. That is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but that win versus the Lynx was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It was I close, think, though. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that. I, I did. Yeah, that fourth quarter was a little tense, especially because uh, the Lynx, uh, I don't think they've won a game yet. I get to go on a rant later if you have time, but just, uh, I just, that makes me so sad. Like, I mean, obviously we could talk about it because this is a a CHGO Sky show. And fortunately that leaves room for me to talk about Sylvia Faust because she was our franchise player. And I will never, I mean, I understand like her and Candace wanting to leave. And even at some point, um, Deladon wanting to leave. So I can't blame our front office for losing them, but like, I'm kind of sad for losing them. And I just wish she, obviously her, this is her last season. She's announced her retirement. I don't think she deserves this, but also I don't know what is going on in Minnesota. But if you go to the transactions page, it's nuts. It's it's like absolutely bonkers. I'm like, are you all trying to set a new record for the most transactions? Because how do you just come in here and just start waving everybody? Like the people who were making your team better last year when I actually thought they were a threat. Um, and then just waving everybody and then signing new people 
as a result of those waves and then waving them. And now they're just all over the place with so many new faces. And I just don't know what they're doing out there. So I feel bad, but I don't think that that's ranked like the fact that they haven't won a game should be a surprise. Yeah. uh, I I think uh, now that you mentioned those transactions and yeah, just even that first week, I was just like a a couple of really big names were, were waived. Uh, So I think um, Crystal Dangerfield, uh, I I believe she went to the fever. The fever picked her up. Am I right? Um, Yes, but I don't think she's there anymore. Oh my God. I know the fever has, has, they have also done some very questionable things with their waves. I mean, I already went on my rant about, um, you know, the the performative gesture, um, you know, that they did earlier this season. But I mean, I did go, so I did go to the Indiana game, obviously against the Sparks and I'll be going back on May 27th. They have a lot going on, and I don't know if people know this. I mean, obviously, earlier or before the season started, Tamika Catchings, the face of the front. Like, I don't know who anyone else would think of when you talk about the Indiana Fever is no longer in their front office. Um, and then they basically really are in a rebuilding period. Um, Tierra McCallum was great for them and so important last year, and – now she's um, in Dallas, so not there anymore. And then you have all these rookies. Um, but Queen is doing her thing. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm loving her and Nalissa. And I don't know, did you watch the game against Atlanta? I did not. So if people, that's obviously not a Sky game. So obviously prioritize Sky games. But the reason why the Indiana and Atlanta matchup are so good is because you have the first pick and the second Mm -hmm. pick. And just seeing, because, you know, there were some talks about, oh, Ryan doesn't have a motor. But, I mean, she was carrying, essentially carrying Kentucky. And now we see she gets space. She's letting off the threes. And then Queen is just blocking people so disrespectfully. <laughs> and Nalissa was doing great up until I think she she got injured um, at the end of that last game. So I'm, I'm not sure if she'll be back um, in the lineup tomorrow. But I just wish Indiana had fans. Unfortunately, they don't. Um, like, we were there, and I was kind of, like, going back and forth with one of the security guys guards yeah. there because, obviously, I was cheering for L.A., and they're like, you know what? We're going to escort you out because you are cheering <laughs> too loud. Like, if you go, like, you can't hear me this time because I'm not as close to the mic that apparently is on the side of the rim. But if you go back and look at the, the game videos, I'm there in almost – Every last one of them. And if Brittany does something, you can see me in my orange and blue outfit just standing up every single time. And I'm like, well, sir, it's not my fault. Like, you all need more fans in the building. It's not my fault (laughs) if they can literally hear me because I'm cheering louder than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And apparently they're doing something new with their tickets because the NBA does not care about them. The Pacers do not care about them. Last year, they got kicked out of their arena, a beautiful arena, and they had to go play on a farm. So when I went last year, it was definitely giving farm. Like, there was no, like, oh, you know how, like, your high high school parties, oh, I don't even realize that it's in a gym. No, this was a farm, giving farm, looked like it was in a farm. They didn't even try to hide it even like there. I mean, there was really nothing you could even really do to hide the farm. Um, And apparently, after the first five home games, they're back in the arena, but then they're going back to the farm. And then after so many games there, they're going to 
a, a college arena. So like they're not even selling season tickets because I guess they don't know how that works because there are five different, I mean, there are three different venues that they're using. Yeah. That is confusing to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so I guess like the big, uh, suggestion I would have is perhaps, you know, the, the fever should get someone that can possibly cheer louder than you. Although I, although I don't know if that is possible to be honest. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if people have the time. I mean, it's like a three hour drive. But at this point, I'm just like out of pure like neighbor Midwest mm-hmm. attitude. I'm just going to have to ask some of Skytown to to, to volunteer to their time. Go volunteer and go cheer <laughs> for Indiana because they need it. Like it's such a better game than last. I, what did they win? Like two games last season? Oh, yeah. I think they've already won two, at least two. So Indiana fans should be should be happy and should be going out. So I'm actually looking forward to when we get to play them because, I, like I said, their rookies are really fun. They are. They absolutely are fun. Uh, so any Sky fans who want to volunteer to also cheer for the uh, the Fever uh, sign up sheet is in the uh, <laughs> sign up sheet is in the lunchroom right next to the water cooler. So yeah. definitely sign up, mm-hmm. please. All right. Uh, So going back a little bit to talking about uh, some of the great things the Sky have been doing. Uh, So Rebecca Gardner, she's uh, building a case for Rookie of the Year. I know we we were uh, just talking about Ryan uh, at 31 years old uh, during the postgame presser. um, A a reporter jokingly asked Rebecca if she was trying to be the oldest Rookie of Mm. the Year. Uh, But yeah, during her WNBA uh, debut on Wednesday, she finished with 14 points, four rebounds, two steals on six for nine shooting. And on Saturday, she scored 10 points, five rebounds, one steal. So uh, in case you didn't know, uh, Rebecca was basically spending the past 10 years playing in Spain, Mm -hmm. uh, has not touched the WNBA since then. Uh, She's been on James Wade's radar for quite a bit. He's watched her play, uh, just likes her, likes her game. I think she has a strong motor. So uh, yeah, so he brought her aboard. And so far, uh, it looks like she plays really well uh, Mm -hmm. with the rest of the team. Uh, She fits in. She definitely is fit into the culture uh and yeah uh just seeing her too in the postgame presser on Wednesday she just kind of had this like incredibly just sweet smile on her face she just mm-hmm. seemed like she was so excited to be there uh so yeah. she just had this really great friendly energy uh so really great on Rebecca for her past couple of games yeah uh, do you have any thoughts on on Rebecca and how she's been playing yeah um I actually really love this for her and even the games where I wasn't able to watch um, because I was on that little tour, I would just see a lot of love for her on the timeline. And I did see a lot of those tweets saying she is going to be in the conversation for rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see that happen. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be it's tough. It's going to be, be tough. tough. Yeah. We, we talked about Ryan Howard earlier and uh, how uh, she's pretty much in the, in the lead for in that conversation. Yeah. But uh, Rebecca deserves a little bit of entry entryway into the conversation oh, as well. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and just even her story, like this is one of those examples where I would love her story to be told because I mean, obviously no, you know, player story is the same, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of Erica Wheeler and just her journey into the WNBA. And then she has this, I guess, breakout season where she's an all-star gets all-star MVP. Then next thing I know she has an Adidas deal and just everything is up for Erica. And 
So I'm hoping that that's what's happening here since we're going to see, you know, we're going to have a, a very different 144 next year with all of these people leaving. Yeah. So happy, you know, that new players are getting the chance and I'm excited to see what they all do. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Saturday's game uh, against the Lynx. I know we talked a little bit about that, uh, but some really great things to be aware of. Uh, five Sky players scored in double figures, and that is Candace Parker, Azure Stevens, Courtney Vandersloot, Rebecca Gardner, whom we just uh, just threw a bunch of praise on, and Emma Miesemann. Uh So the Sky also finished with 23 assists to five turnovers, a really a great turnaround compared mm-hmm. to that first game where the Sky had 25 turnovers seven in the fourth quarter okay okay well okay so that may might not be their fault because last year Brittany Sykes did lead the league in steals Mm. so we can kind of just attribute that to her and act like they didn't have that many turnovers (laughs) I'm gonna blame Brittany and also blame you as well Sabria (laughs) that's fine that's fine yeah. Uh, so, uh, so something else cool that happened, uh, Emma Miesemann recorded her 500th career assist on a Ruthie Hebert layup with 2.15 left in the third quarter. So uh, Emma Miesemann also recorded seven steals in that game, setting a new career high. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I've loved everything I've seen from Emma so far. Yes. Uh, she's been the high scorer in a handful of games. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I met uh, a Dutch journalist the other day when I was covering uh, uh, and I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. Uh, but he just followed me on Instagram. Uh, but I, 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 that's where I told him to find me. And, and he found me. Uh, but he was very excited to interview Emma the next day. And also, too, uh, once Julie Alamon comes back, uh, he was looking forward to speaking with her as well. Uh, but uh, the point I'm, I'm going for here is that, uh, especially overseas, the game is growing. More mm-hmm. people are learning about the sky. More people are learning about uh, the WNBA. Uh, and that was just really great to see like international journalists also come in and, uh, yeah, share a media table uh, with those folks. So. That was really great to see. Uh, But yeah, uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on Emma? I honestly just am curious when you have uh, Emma, Candace, and Kyle walk onto the court, who's going to leave with the MVP award? I think that's that is a fair question to ask. Yeah, between the three of them, you got yeah three uh, like finals MVPs yeah. like on the court. Yeah, that is scary uh, for for uh, the opposing team anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, league is on notice indeed. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't want to be anybody else. So super glad that that's us coming into the season. We deserve after the roller coaster ride of last season. So. Hopefully we can show everybody and run it back. Running it back. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, going back to Wednesday's game, uh, that is where the Sky set the franchise record for largest margin of victory uh, against the New York Liberty. It was, uh, was... yeah, uh, these numbers are not correct. I think I I wrote 83 to 501. No, that's not what happened. It was 83 to 50. I don't know where that one came in. The Sky did not uh, record 501 (laughs) points. During a game, but I don't know, maybe if you give the ball to Dana Evans and you let her shoot enough threes, I think she would get up there. Yeah. And this entire time I knew that they'd play LA and I knew that they just played in Minnesota and we kept saying three games and I didn't want to ask, but I kept wondering to myself, who was the other team that they played? 
And I remember because I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. I wish I was there to see how fans react to Steph and, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's like a a homecoming versus like a revenge game. And then I remember checking the score and I put the phone right back down. And I have (laughs) no clue what went on in that game because that was just yikes. Before the game, I did ask James Wade uh, if he had spoken uh, to to Steph, and he said that uh, she had her game face on. He, he he said that he was a little intimidated, so 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 he he didn't want to interrupt her. Uh. And I remember seeing something. I don't know if it was like a mic'd up video or just something I saw on social media, but I remember in the video they were saying that Coach Olaf was basically telling them like they were doing their scouting and was. I don't know what he told them, or I don't know if they were just like, well, now that you are on an opposing team, we have to switch up everything. But yeah. whatever he was telling New York, unfortunately, it did not help them. <laughs> but you, I mean, you would have thought like uh, you have a coach and a star player from last year's championship team. So I thought they would have done a little better. Are, are you saying that Coach Olaf is a double agent for the skies? Is, is that what you were you were saying? Um, definitely <laughs> not going to say that because I don't want him to get in trouble with uh, Coach Brondello. But I just, I guess I'm just going to put that on my calendar. I'm going to circle that and I'm going to see what happens the next matchup because I doubt, like, I think New York is going to remember that, especially Steph. So I'm interested to see how they come back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm not really sure you could call that a revenge game. It was definitely, it definitely felt more like a homecoming. Uh, So coach Wade gave her a basketball and a bottle of champagne uh, before the game started, uh, which I thought was, was interesting. Uh, And I did notice that, uh, yeah, uh, Steph was also getting all the hugs too on the floor. I noticed that uh, she and Azare were definitely chummy on the floor. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I was uh, guessing that maybe Steph would be the 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 lead receiver in hugs that entire night. So did she get a video? Uh, yes, yeah, she did. Okay. She got a video. Okay, yeah. so apologies in advance to the Chicago Sky. If you're watching this, reading my tweets, please don't be upset with me. I try to leave all agendas at home. I just simply state the facts, and the fact is, they did not give Lexi a video on Friday. And so this news about her getting the ball and champagne just made me think of that because I remember that I don't know what you want to call it, the the ceremony and air quotes, whatever that was before the game. Like you saw that, right? Mm-hmm. That everybody came out, even the players who were on the team that day, but who were not a part of the championship team last year, all wearing champion shirts. And going to mm-hmm. get a ball, yeah. commemorating the championship, and taking a picture with a trophy, which obviously Lexi also did not take part in. I'm not sure if she got a ball, but she definitely did not get a video. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Huh. Um, yeah, not exactly sure what the story is there, but do you think that was, you know, just an oversight or maybe? I can, sources can confirm it was not an oversight. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that. Yes. 
But to think a little bit more about Wednesday's game, uh, so Dana Evans was the high scorer with 15 points. Uh, she also set a new career high uh, with three-pointers made. Uh, so the Sky were also 10 for 22 in three-pointers uh, after they only went 7 for 22 in three-pointers versus the Sparks. Uh, so uh, even though the Sky did improve in their shooting game a little bit, the Liberty shooting game was just pretty awful. So in the, 14, <laughs> in the first quarter, um, they were only shooting 17.6%. And in the first half, they were only shooting at 20%. Uh, so uh, good on the sky for actually capitalizing on that. Uh, but oh my goodness, yeah, they did not really play a very good ball game. And I think one of Coach Brondello's uh, comments afterwards, uh, she just basically was like, yeah, um, they were longer than us, they were stronger than us, uh, and they outplayed us. So uh, yeah, my goodness. Uh, but I think just my two big takeaways from these, these past two games is that uh, yeah, uh, this team is scary and is about to get significantly scarier. Yes, I agree. Um, definitely agree. And I'm trying to, I'm looking and I do remember the Liberty playing that May 7th. I, th I think I saw a little bit of that game. Um, so maybe that's kind of took the win like Connecticut. I mean, hey, we know Connecticut's a tough team. So maybe just we'll just say Connecticut took uh, the win out of them a little bit. And what they traveled here, so right, we're gonna, we're just, going to just yeah. or, or we're, we're, we don't make excuses for opponents on this no. on this podcast, no, no, but no, no. <laughs> but but I mean, I mean that type of thing does have to be taken into consideration right. though. Mhm. Mm so, I, cause, because just because I don't want people to get comfortable. Right. Like, I mean, Brittany kind of talked about it last, uh, the time, the last time I was here about how they lost to Indiana last year. And I just told you that Indiana only got two wins. So, <laughs> I mean, just at that, just really in the WNBA, you don't know who's going to be on the court that day, just with all the <laughs> waivers and signings going on, but you just don't know how that team is going to come in that game. And so you should just not expect a win to be handed to you. Mm hmm However, one way you can expect a win to be handed to you is it is if you support CHGO and download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But of course, if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, and that unlocks all of our web content and a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, including this beautiful bright blue shirt that my co-host is wearing. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt, all for making a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. And if you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com, and we would be more than happy to help you out. And online sign-up is now available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? And of course, uh, besides for this podcast to finish, uh, once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All righty. So uh, some things that we do have to look forward to. Uh, so uh, they'll fly out to Seattle on Wednesday before hauling back east to play Washington on Sunday. Like we said before, the league is on notice. Uh, so the Storm dropped their third game in a row on Saturday. They lost to the Phoenix Mercury. Oof. Um, yeah. I couldn't watch that game because I was... I'm just going to assume it's because I wasn't in Illinois trying to like use the login. But I heard or read 
nothing but like bad things on Twitter. Like people were like, this game is a mess that at the end it was like Seattle was trying to give the game away to or Phoenix was trying to give the game away to Seattle. And Seattle was like, no, we don't want it. You take it. And it was just <laughs> bad basketball this is what I heard. Oh, tip off at climate pledge arena is scheduled to be on Wednesday, May 18th at 9 PM. And you can view that on Facebook, uh, or, uh, the marquee sports network. So, uh, Interesting, interesting game ahead. Uh, the Sky will most certainly take any wins that the Storm are, are willing to give them. Uh, but anyway, uh, now it is time for my personal favorite segment of the CHGO Sky podcast, and that is Court of Law. Ooh, Sabria and her gavel are back yes. for another round of, of uh, litigation here. All right, so... Uh, the first case on the docket, we have the WNBA versus the uh, black WNBA legends. Yes. Right. So um, exhibit A says here, Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird, a.k.a. Goat versus Goat. Yes. So since we were already talking about the Phoenix and Seattle game, and I'm sure there are going to be people who are listening to this or watching it and they're like, you know, why does everything have to be about race? I get the question, but. Again, I'm just here to state the facts. I don't make it about anything. I just call it how I see it. So um, going back to the promotion of that Seattle and Phoenix game, it was a lot of talk about goat versus goat. I saw that all down my Twitter. It was like even a promotion. Um, the storm are tweeting bird versus Tarazi, goat versus goat. It all goes down tomorrow at noon. Then they have another tweet. Um, where family is going to go beyond basketball. And that was ESPN, who's also framing this as kind of like, look at Sue and Diana. I mean, everyone mm -hmm. knows their friends, love the, the the content that they give us when they're doing like their Instagram lives and all of that stuff. Um, but you have that, you have, you have what, Phoenix selling a goat and bird shirt. You just have all of this centered around. And even the graphic, it's just bird. It's just Diana. Um, you would almost think that there was like a, like that was the rivalry of the WNBA, um, friendship battles, championships. That's really cute. Yeah. But let's note that they both played at UConn together. So they've always been friends. They've known each other for a while. I've known each other mm -hmm. for a while. It's not necessarily coming from a place of rivalry. And you almost wouldn't have even known that the next game, when the sky went to Minnesota, that that was ah. actually a bigger rivalry that has stemmed for years. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you have that here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Candace Parker and Sylvia Fowles. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to Tennessee versus LSU, because Candace was at Tennessee. And still was at LSU, both part of SEC. So they saw each other um, during the SEC championship. What people are, are the battle is unforgettable. That's what a lot of people mm -hmm. on Twitter were saying and pointing out. And then they met in the 2008 Final Four, um, where she ended up winning. And, and Sylvia was trying to lead LSU there for the first time. But obviously, like, you don't have Candace Parker on your team. And then... You know, at, obviously at one point Syl was here, but then she goes to Minnesota and at the time Candace is in L.A. So you have 
Los Angeles Sparks versus the Minnesota Lynx in 2016 in the WNBA Finals. Mm-hmm. So going from the SEC to the big stage of the WNBA and meeting in the finals, playing some USA basketball together, and both of these legends have stated that it is going to be their last year, and you don't give that the same effort as Bird and Diana and Diana will not even say that this is her last year. Like she keeps telling everybody who asked, like she's going to be here. We saw, we thought it was going to be birds last year, last year. It wasn't, she's back. So I just, I don't really appreciate it. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be upset at the league about this, or if I'm supposed to be kind of looking at Chicago and Minnesota, but I just don't appreciate it. Um, and I think we need to talk about it because mm-hmm. I think that's super disrespectful yeah. And I'm not just, you know, pulling this out of thin air either. But, you know, we've seen it before with exhibits. What? What did I say? B, C, D, and E? Yeah, you've got Cabby Pondexter, Candace Dupree, and Simone Augustus. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, in most, and again, like, so was a... a a member of the sky. Yeah. Candace now a member of the sky. For, Candace yeah. Dupree, a franchise player of the sky. Yeah. And Cappy Pondexter, who at one point was with the sky. Um, we, we saw how Cappy retired. She didn't. She mm-hmm. really didn't get the opportunity to do so. We had Candace on the show earlier on the fourth episode and she wouldn't divulge anything there, but she has yet to be put on anyone's roster, has not signed anything. So mm-hmm. if this is her last or if last year was her last year, we certainly didn't get a chance to, to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, money was like the face um, in Minnesota. And unfortunately, she ended up having to go to L.A. But then one day we wake up and find out she's a coach and she's not on the roster anymore. Disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Who also went to LSU. So I don't know if this is like a sky and LSU (laughs) thing. I don't know what happened, but it's just we see it. I see it. I don't appreciate it. Um, the league, the teams need to do better. I think if if I can retire from just my whatever job, I think they should have the same respect, get the retirement party, the announcement, the farewell tour, because they're promoting, you know, GOAT versus GOAT like it was a boxing match. And I just did not <laughs> see that same energy for two legends right. in Sylvia Fowles and Candace Parker. So um, I'm holding the league and all the teams involved in contempt. And uh, we will have to revisit this at the end of the season to see if anything changes. Right. Judge Whitaker has ruled you are in contempt. Various parties who have failed to recognize the real goat versus goat match. Yes. (laughs) Yep. All right. Uh, Other than that, uh, any, any other cases you'd like to discuss for today? No, that's it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, next week with more cases and more hot topics in the WNBA world to discuss. Uh, Yeah, we will also have a couple of more games to break down in our next episode. And of course, too, uh, I will be coming out with a weekly column uh, simply just uh, revolving around a certain team and also other observations I've noticed. Maybe uh, I will have uh, Larry uh, drop a couple of comments about his mom. Uh, So far, everything's been very positive. Larry, like myself, uh, is a very positive person. So uh, he's always fun to talk to, though. Love talking to Larry. <laughs> All right. Other than that, uh, yeah, that's our show. Uh, please feel free to follow the CHGO podcast. Uh, that Twitter handle is CHGO underscore Sky. 
You can follow me if you so desire. My Twitter handle is at Scuriosa. That's spelled S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. And Sabria, where might folks want to follow you? Follow me at Sabria Whitaker with one T on all socials and let me know what you think. Absolutely. And also, too, is your a ticket promotion with Grow of the Game still going yes, on? Yes, yes, yes. All remaining um, home games, but unfortunately not all-star. And it's looking like only 200 level seats are left. So I would encourage you to go get those tickets because we do not have access to those tickets. But any of the home games for the sky, you can visit www.growthegamew.com for discounted single game tickets or email me at tickets at growthegamew.com for any plans. Um, like five game plans, season tickets, special occasions, anything like that. Absolutely. And uh, I love this note from one of our viewers. This team is better than last year's team, but we have to wait for the results. And that's definitely true, especially yep. in that grow the game graphic. Uh, yeah, uh, no one better to have that on that graphic than Ka. Yes. Uh, and so when, when Ka uh, returns to, to, to the lineup, yeah, we are going to have such a fantastic, complete team. Yep. All right, that's today's show. Uh, we'll see you next week. Other than that, have a great rest of your week.